This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Welcome back to Your Tech Report. We continue our CES coverage. Mitchell, I think this is going to happen for many, many weeks to come because there's so many different products and services. And one of those products is a company that was brought to my attention. The product was brought to my attention. And that product is called Raven from a company based in Ottawa. So close to home. I love Canadian stories. Of course we um, do. Yeah. All along with us is their CEO, Russell. You're welcome to Your Tech Report, Russell. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, but a bit tired after five days of exhibits. Well, I can imagine uh, all those people coming through. I mean, the 2018 CES Innovation Award honoree, Raven. Tell us about this product. Um, okay, so, yeah, certainly. Also, we won th- uh, two other awards since we've been here as well. Oh, wow. So, so, so this is even better. <laughs> better honor. Yeah, yeah, we won Gearbrain um, Editor's Choice Award, and uh, yesterday we won PC Mag um, CES uh, Overall Winner Award. Oh, very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. So, so tell our listeners, tell us about Raven. Tell us what it does. Um, and, and Because when I saw the videos and I always saw the feature list, I'm like, okay, this is insane. This is something as a parent I want. This is something as a tech, technophobe I want. This is what I want. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll give you a little bit of context. So um, a few years ago, I developed an IoT product called uh, Piper, which is a home security product that was self-installed and it contains cameras and smart home controller. And uh, it was a groundbreaker. We won an innovation award at CES. Um, and, and my company eventually was acquired. And um, I became a part of a, a um, consumer development team in Woodward City, California. And, um, and that was a great experience. So when I left there, I decided to um, create something, an IoT sense, but in the car space. And uh, I, um, my daughter was actually was, um, uh, going to school in Montreal. And uh, she left there uh, one day, and it was in a snowstorm. And her, she never charges her phone, and she she forgets to put gas in the car, and I lost contact with her. And I, oh my God, where is she? And um, it dawned on me, and it just it's just like a blinding flash. Why are cars so te- so dumb when it comes to connection? <laughs> and and it's you know and, and it's kind of obvious why. But it's because that car car OEMs see it as being in terms of the car. It's a car it's, that matters, and the branding, the styling, you know, the, the, the competitive against other car manufacturers, they, they see car um, technology as, as being very much about the car. Well, in the IoT space, we see technology much more about things. So that's what we call the Internet of Things. So it's connecting, connecting things to your, in your life. It's about you being the central figure of connection, not the thing being the central figure. So this is, this is the sort of the genesis of developing Raven, is developing a technology that you put in your car, but it connects people primarily to your car. It has a lot of car stuff in it as well, but it's, that's the, 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 the metaphor that we went for when we designed it. Russell, it's kind of brilliant because, as you said, nobody in this space is really doing this. I think the, the, main, uh, the, the main thought process is, well, once you're in the car, we will give you all the information you need. But like you said, if you have kids, if you want to be connected to that car when you are not in it, that's a device like Raven that we've never seen before because it's sort of car-centric when you're in the car. I love the idea that you have remote access for information about the vehicle, about the driver, when you have a kid driving a car. It really gives us something that we haven't had before. 
Yeah, we've been demonstrating it here, and um, and because the, the internet access around CES sucks because there's just so many hundreds, <laughs> thousands of people trying to do it. Um, so we've been connecting to to Ravens remotely, and I have colleagues in the office who um, one of them is is his wife allowed us to, to to connect to her Raven, and she drives around with the kids during the day doing stuff, and I, it blows people's minds that we 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 turn the app and we turn the cameras on on Raven, and you can see inside the car. And, it, and then they, it makes a noise, and the kids wave to us and that kind of stuff, and she kind of waves to us. She's getting annoyed after a while. And the last <laughs> time I did it, she stuck her tongue out at me. Um, but, it's, but it's so powerful, you know, this ability to step in. And, you know, if you're, if you're not with your family, you know, you can see them. And not only that, it's, like, it's very super addictive to see the front camera as they're driving around and seeing, seeing how things are doing. Oh, that first person view is awesome. And, you know, you know, I, I had this conversation, Russell, with my own kids just yesterday saying, until you're a parent, you will never know what it's like to hand over a set of keys to you as, a, as your kid, no matter what age. So to have this sort of interface, uh, I, I can't even imagine it's so invaluable. Yeah, it's it is true, and because and I've had people say, "Well, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't be monitoring our children these ways, you know, and blah blah blah." And it, but that's a very that's just, in my view is a very baby boomer centric thinking. Kids oh yeah, are so connected and so sharing, so freely sharing their video, like having another video source around them doesn't they don't even bat an eyelid. And but for us as parents, we have like, okay, who's in the car? How are they driving? Are they speeding? You know, <laughs> blah, 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 you know. And Raven does this sort of background watching all the time. So if they slam the brakes on and, and do something crazy in the car, you get told, you know. So uh, that's a precondition of using the car. You're gonna, you, it's going to be responsible, and I've got a, finally got a way to make sure you're being responsible. So let's talk about some of the features that are built into Raven. We've got turn-by-turn GPS navigation, real-time road advice, road and weather conditions, uh, driving pattern data, fuel consumption, video monitoring, inside and outside, security monitoring. Um, you can share images and videos, as you said, stream live to the camera, car diagnostics. I mean, all in a device that's, I wouldn't even know how to describe the size of it, but it's, it's smaller than a cell phone. It sits there in the center of the dash and it just does it does it physically connect to the car's data port how does it gain, gain all the information it does about your vehicle okay so yeah i well, i described the product quickly it's so we, it's you're right it's, it's very small and sleek it, it's when you say it's like cell phone size or smaller cell phone it, it is actually a cell phone so what we did then it's not a cell phone per se but it's we took if you took it apart and put all the stuff on the table and took an android phone apart you'd see the same components so it has um, so it has a Snapdragon, it has cameras and that kind of stuff. The, the system itself plugs into your um, has a cable and it tiny little thin cable and it plugs into your um, diagnostic port, your OBB2 yep. port, yep. and from that it gets telematics. But also it's always powered up, so it doesn't matter if the car's parked, the cameras can stream, um, and blah blah blah. And but because it's a, it's it, the Snapdragon processor manages a Android phone battery levels and has a six different levels of battery we we actually repurposed that that functionality and made it monitor the car battery so raven never flattens your battery it 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 stays always on but it never never uh, it actually degrades performance naturally okay so it has um, two displays so um these displays you know, when you're in the car they show um the telematics also they're connected they're connected to the internet so they they show like this current speed limit um if you have turn-by-turn navigation what it does is that if you if you put your your, your if you use Google Maps and put a destination in there, what you do, what what the phone does is it it, uh, it speaks to you and tells you what the next turn navigation is. What Raven does is repeats that that next turn. So what you see in the Raven displays are um, like turn right in 300 meters, 
Um, and then when the next one comes through, through, through Google Maps, it will show the next, next change. So it's totally, so you don't have to look at your phone at all, you know, because when you do navigation through Google Maps, how many times do you like, oh my God, what does she say? God, speak to me again, God damn it, speak to me, you know, but you're driving the car. <laughs> and so this system will actually have that in your eye level um, information. Now, now you, um, mentioned, uh, you mentioned eye level. I just want to jump in real quick here, Russell, because one of the things, and I, and I know you're, you're going to tell us about this as well, the ergonomics of this, you really did this right, because one of the main flaws with traditional head units and nav units in cars is that even though they're center in the console, they're still below eye level. You're taking your focus off of the road. With Raven, you're always going to be still focusing out toward where you can see the road. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, so um, and that's the way we, we saw that, is, is that we... You, and you, you, you get used to not even looking at your dashboard anymore when you have a Raven in your car because you only need a few things, you know, really. I need to know what the speed is. I need to know what the speed limit is and blah, blah, blah. And you don't really need to know much more than that. And, and so you end up just looking, you know, at Ravens in your eye field of view all the time. You really don't need, need that's it. That's all you need. What's the expected release date for Raven? And, and will we need a month-to-month subscription? Is it the kind of thing that you guys have negotiated some, some better data deals for us? Yeah, so the so we uh, we're manufacturing this um, in in Austin, Texas. So we're doing our best to make America great again. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which is kind of unusual, you know, a Canadian company manufacturing in in, in the US. Um, and uh, so we start shipping the product in March. Uh, and um, and so the yeah, so in terms of pricing, it's two ninety nine. But there is a data plan. It starts at eight dollars a month. That's brilliant. Uh, we. Yeah, so we, we've, we've negotiated with, with T-Mobile as a provider, and it was sort of T-Mobile SIM cards, but we hope to, I had, to, I had a discussion with Bell, Bell Canada um, uh, yesterday, and, and we had a discussion with Verizon and a few others. And it's, we, we're, what we hope to do is ha- actually have people uh, eventually take Raven and then use their own data plans that they have already existing with their service provider. Yeah, just add it on as another device like you would a tablet or anything else. It's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. And the other thing, the other thing with Raven is because one of the things you see at CES is this massive battle between uh, Google Assistant yes. and uh, uh, Alexa, yes. uh, yeah. Amazon Alexa. Like, oh my God, it's crazy here. <laughs> it's a competition between these two. And because we have an Android, uh, basically a package, repackaged, repurposed Android uh, phone system, we have a choice of putting either one in our product. So we, in Q2, we'll be enabling that technology in our product as well. Now, do you know which one you're going to be going with, or are you going to have to give the option of both? I'm being coy right now. I know that. Oh, yes, you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to find out who's easiest to work with because, because I, I love Google, but sometimes it's so, it's so massive and so difficult to work with, and Amazon seems to be more nimble. So I, I will see who, who, whoever we can easiest work with. That's the person who, that's the company who we will, will be embedded in. Well, I, lo- I look forward to finding the answer to that question, and we'll leave our, we'll leave our listeners hanging in the wind, wondering which one you will adopt. And, and, and thank you for taking the time to join us. We, we are, have been in touch with the PR company, so we will hopefully get our chance to obviously get a review unit and check it out and do a great video for you guys. But uh, good luck getting Absolutely. home, and, uh, and thank you for taking the time to join us. And thank you for being here on another edition of Your Tech Report. Of course, click to yourtechreport.com on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash yourtechreport. Thank you to Raven. Thank you to Intel. And thank you to Asus for joining us. Very cool stuff. Uh, Next week, some very, 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 very cool stuff. TCL, ever hear of them? They'll be on our show.
You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash yourtechreport. For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.